Hey everyone, it's John Janik, the Chief Technologist at Dev Technology Group, welcoming you back to another amazing DevCast. You can hit all of our DevCasts and see all of the great things that we do at our website, devtechnologyaltogether.com. And also, I'm going to start this podcast by saying that we're hiring. We've got some great news that we're going to be sharing with you today. And one of the ways you can follow up on that is go to that website, devtechnology.com, and check out our careers page and see all the great positions we're hiring for. I'd also like to take a moment to introduce you to my co-host for this session. Lisa Kimmis works with ServiceNow. She's one of the senior architects and, and developers with our products team working on across a number of different federal agencies. She does amazing work on a continuous basis. And uh, I'm going to be asking for her help in an amazing conversation with uh, a group of ladies who are down at the Grace Hopper Celebration. So turning it over to you, Lisa, and letting you kick it off. Thanks, John. Yes, Lisa Chemis, Senior ServiceNow Architect at Dev Technology. And at Dev Technology, I also have the privilege of being part of a group here called the Women in Technology at Dev Group. And what we do is we aim to empower women within their teams and the technology industry. It's a great group, and it's allowed me to feel like I'm making a difference. But on to the real purpose of this DevCast. I am thrilled to have the opportunity to talk to our five panelists from Dev Technology who are currently attending, like John said, the 2023 Grace Hopper Celebration. And so what is a Grace Hopper Celebration? GHC, which it is also known for, is a conference where over 30,000 women and non-binary technologists from over 80 countries descend on Orlando, Florida to attend workshops, network, seek internships and tech jobs, and just revel in the energy of the event. I attended last year and it was truly an enriching experience. Thank you so much, ladies, for taking the time to talk to us. Would you briefly introduce yourselves, and then we can get started discussing some questions that I have for you. And I'll just call out who will go next. And let's start with Kendall, our CEO. Great. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, John, for having us today. So I'm Kendall Holbrook. I'm the CEO of Dev. Um, I've been at Dev here for about 13 and a half years, and I've been CEO for about five and a half of those years. So just excited to be at Grace Hopper this year. Thanks, Kendall. And Becky? Hi, I'm Becky Crane. I'm a senior director here at Dev. I've been here for about eight or nine years. I'm currently leading a project over uh, on one of our DHS contracts. Thanks. Thank you. How about Bethany? Hello, I'm Bethany Shell. I'm an application developer here at Dev Technology, and I started as an intern three years ago in the summer of 2020. Thank you for having me. That's so great. And Emma? Hi, I'm Emma Antonios. I'm the Vice President of Human Resources at Dev Technology. I have been with Dev a little under four years. I'm excited to be here. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Emma. And last but not least, Courtney. Hi there. I'm Courtney Tyler. I'm an application developer with Dev Technology, and I'm just really excited to be a part of this conference. Thank you. So let's start off with the big announcement today. Dev Technology won for the third year in a row the Anita B. Top Companies for Women Technologist Award. That is a big deal. 
and I'm so proud of our company that we won it. So I'm going to start with Kendall, and I'm sure all of us can answer this question, but Kendall, I'm going to, I'm going to throw it over to you. What is Dev Technology getting right to get recognized with this award for three years in a row? So that's a great question, Lisa. And, you know, quite frankly, I'm super proud of our team. I am excited that we won for a third year in a row. We were surprised when we heard we were going to be a winner again this year. But I think what we do right is we do this intentionally. You mentioned WITDI, you know, Women in Technology at Dev. I mean, we started WITDI, I don't even remember when it was five, six, seven years ago, it could have been, it feels like it's always been part of us, but where we really focused on not only bringing women into the company, but making sure they have the resources, they're included, they have opportunities to grow so that they stay with us. And I think that's really the, the foundation of why we can win this award three years in a row and be recognized by anitab.org. So yeah, I think that's it. We intentionally focus on making sure women have a place at the company and feel supported. That's great. And I'm, I, like I said, I'm so proud of Dev Technology for winning it. And I think it's well-deserved, definitely. So the theme for this year's Grace Hopper celebration is the way forward. And they explain it as a rallying cry for the entire tech industry to come together and create a more inclusive, equitable future. So my first question, and I'm going to throw this over to Emma. I know it's still day one of the conference, but have you learned anything so far to create a more inclusive, equitable future for women in technology? Yeah, I mean, I think we do a really great job at Dev around diversity, you know, hiring for diverse folks. But something that I think I've learned today was that we really need to do a little more work around empowering some of our allies and advocates, maybe people who, you know, aren't part of those diverse groups and really bringing them into the fold and helping them be a part of growing our equitable organization. That's wonderful. And I'm going to throw it out to one or two people here. What are you most excited for the rest of the conference? What are you excited about? Bethany, let me call on you for that one. Sure. I mean, it's already been a really great day so far, but I'm really looking forward to attending more sessions tomorrow on all kinds of topics. There's really a huge variety available here. There are topics from public sector website design to learning about what kinds of engineering mechanisms that some of the big e-commerce websites are using. And there's even a lounge tomorrow for I'm going to go attend to meet other Taiwanese women in computing. So that is extremely exciting. So there's kind of all sorts of opportunities for us to be networking with other women and other non-binary technologists, and also to be finding little communities within this you know awesome conference that we're attending. Great. I'm going to go ahead and call on Becky. What are you excited about? for the rest of the conference. Yeah, really the the same thing. I think I was able to attend two sessions today and in each session, I learned something new I didn't know before. And I just look forward to to being able to do that in in every session. And, And that was the case last year. And I'm always bringing something home with me that helps me do my job better. Great. Thank you. And I'm going to throw it back to you, Becky, again, if you don't mind. You attended the conference last year. Is there anything different this year that you see? 
Yeah. First, I'll start off with what's the same. You mentioned energy in your opening and that energy is here again. And that is one of the best things that I get out of it is that connection to like-minded energy and so many sessions, you know, of different varieties. One thing that I was really pleased to see this year was an increase in focus on public tech. And of course, that is of great interest to Dev Technology as a firm that focuses primarily on government contracting for the federal government. So there's a lot of participants in their expo fair that are within the public tech space. And there are a lot of different sessions throughout the the conference that focus on delivering tech in a public a tech sphere. And it was called out during the opening plenary today. So I really think they, they're making an intentional focus of looking at how they can support women in the government tech sector, which I think is fantastic. The other thing is really a big highlight on AI, chat, GPT, those kinds of technologies, even more so than last year. So I think that's interesting as well. That is great. And I do remember last year attending and it was very difficult to try to pick what session to go to. There's probably like six sessions an hour that you can choose. So there's a bunch of information and I'm really glad they are putting some public sector information into the conference this year as well. So Kendall, I'm going to throw it back to you. I know you were a speaker last year in one of the sessions, but uh, you are not speaking this year. You're an attendee. And um, so what have you experienced so far uh, this year at the GHC conference? Yeah, so it is a different experience coming to GHC as an attendee. Obviously, the highlight of my day was walking on stage and accepting the Top Companies for Women Technologists Award, but I actually get to look at the conference with a different eye. I'm going to sessions to learn, which I did some of last year as well, but being able to go support other women who I'm meeting or I know since there are so many other women from public tech here, there are quite a few people who I connected with before the conference and I get to go support at their sessions this year. You know, also I'm keeping an eye out on women who might be a great fit for dev technology. We're hiring, we're always hiring. So if anybody's out there listening and and interested to learn more about our company, just find one of us. There are eight of us here this year. So it's pretty exciting. We're happy to tell you a little bit more about the company. Great. So next question, anything new in the industry that's come up since last year? I know Becky kind of touched on AI. Can you answer that question? And I think you kind of did. Could you maybe expand on the AI piece of it? And have you attended any sessions yet on AI? I attended one on machine learning today. And so because there were several that were overlapping, so I had to choose just one. So I think that there's a lot of conversation around inclusivity in building large language learning models and other types of AI type tech and machine learning tech. So I think it's, it's, overlaying like the technology with how it is delivering value to a wide intersection of people. I see a lot of sessions like that that I think are going to be very interesting. Good. 
And Courtney, I haven't forgotten about you. So I'm going to throw this over to you. What are you thinking you're going to take away from this event? And is there anything that you might put into practice when you get back from the conference? Hi, sure. I've learned that it's good to know that your voice matters. There's sometimes when you think, you know, I hope someone says something and maybe you should be that person. And just realizing that each time that you are that person, that it matters and that you are making a difference. How about you, Emma? What are you taking away from this event? What I found really speaking to a lot of the women here at the conference so far today is that the opportunity for growth and advancement within organizations is just as important to them as the technologies that they're using. So for me, it really is about going back and finding ways to ensure that we're continuing to engage our women technologists at Dev so that they can see a path forward. And Bethany, what are you going to be taking away from this event? I know it's just the first day, but I know there's a lot that you probably attended today. Yeah. One of the sessions that I attended today was on bi-directional mentoring. And as someone who is a mentee uh, at Dev, I learned a lot of healthy bi-directional mentorship tactics and ideas that I would really like to apply to my own mentorship. For example, something that was really impressing me there was the need for a mentee to approach a mentorship with purpose and intent, right? To make it easier to create a plan with my mentor and then be parsing out what steps are needed to move forward. And kind of like what Emma was saying, one of the first steps that they were listing out as a mentee to approach your issue or to approach wanting mentorship is to recognize the need for help and to recognize that you need to be reaching out to this community of technologists that we have here at Dev Technology. Great. And I know Dev Technology has a mentorship program. I was a mentor and it is a great program. I went into it thinking, I don't know, what do I have to offer? And it was a very, very good experience for me and the mentee. So I'm glad Dev Technology also has that. And you'll have to share with me about this bi-directional mentorship mentee session that you attended. That sounds really, really interesting. Those are all the questions that I had. Any last words uh, that anybody wants to kind of chime in about the conference and what you're going to be taking tomorrow that you're looking forward to? Sure. I I just want to jump in and throw something out there for all of our women who are attending, as well as all the women and non-binary technologists who are attending GHC this year you know, there was a call to action with the volunteers of AnitaB.org last night in our volunteer dinner. And there's so much that happens outside of the conference, right? The conference is full of energy. There's lots of excitement. And obviously, there's a massive number of people who are brought together in one space to learn and share and grow. But this work happens throughout the year as well, right? We learned about the communities. Like there are local communities that have Grace Hopper-like sessions all year round. I've participated as a speaker in some of the virtual sessions, but, you know, Emma and I were just talking about whether or not there was a DC-based community, and we don't believe there is. So we said maybe we should start one, right? So I think there's a great opportunity for all of us to continue. And 
What they may not have told all of our attendees is that now that you've attended, you're a member of AnitaB.org, so you can participate in any of their activities throughout the year, which they do a lot for their members as well. So I just wanted to leave everyone with that as an idea is like, don't just leave what you learned here. Let's figure out how you can keep involved and plugged into these communities when you leave on Friday. Wonderful. John, did you want to say a couple words? Yes. So, uh, you know, and I said this last year too, as an ally, I think how we support and mentor and coach and learn from the women that we work with daily is such a, a critical and important part of our success as a government contractor and how we deliver uh, outcomes that matter for our government mission partners. And Kendall, you know, I think this is a really good opportunity to, and, and Emma as well, right? I think for both of you to, to chime in on the, the real data-driven aspects of this award, because you know you can't you can't write fluff around this award. There's no way to 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 maneuver your way into it. This is a data and evidence-based award. And from my perspective, one of those things when we when we talk about government making good decisions, government doing things for programs that matter for constituents, for residents, for you know other service recipients, right? It really matters. And so I just wanted to start with you, Emma, and, and talk a little bit about that, because the other part of that is that it, it, this all ties together. Uh, a big part of the keynote was about how data informs AI and how we have built AI systems that are already biased and how do we do that going forward. So let's start with the data conversation, Emma, just real briefly. And then Kendall, if you want to talk about that forward look that forward-looking AI component, I think that would be really interesting too. Yeah, John, it's interesting. Kendall and I were talking a lot about this this morning. It's exciting because data doesn't lie, right? Like you said. And uh, dev technology, when we when we complete this application, it's always um, really enlightening um, because we we look at the data in a lot of different ways. So we dissect it and, and report it all back to Anita B. And in one of the areas where we, we do really well, our, our executive team is an area that they look at. And we our executive team is majority uh, women. So we are over 60% women on our executive team. And our technologists at Dev are 47% women. So we're really proud to know that we're not only bringing in women to Dev Technology, but we're helping them stay and grow at the organization. And John, I think you asked about the way forward, right? And how do we leverage kind of what we've built here as a company with having 47%, which I'm super, super proud that we are a company where 47% of us are women, especially it, it really is, especially when you look across the IT industry, the, these aren't the numbers, right? These aren't the numbers. Um, and so, so we truly deserve this award. Like, and that's due to all of the women on this podcast. It's due to all of the women who show up every day and, and do great jobs and support our clients' missions. And I think the way forward, right, when we talk about the bias built into new technology like AI, I think here at Dev and at the companies who are taking diversity, equity, inclusion, accessibility seriously and really implementing into their systems those voices of, of, of all people 
such that they're then using those voices as they develop technology for whatever, whoever their clients are, you do help to root out the bias without having all the people at the table, right? Without having all of the groups represented who you want the technology to serve, you can't, you, you will have bias, right? And, and even with everybody there, there will be a little bit of bias, but we're just more aware of it, right? If I'm looking at it from my lens and Emma's looking at it from her lens and Becky and Bethany and Courtney, right? If, if we all are looking at it through our lenses, we just need to then use that voice that someone talked about on the podcast to speak up and say, right, the way forward to make sure that we get as much bias out of the, the technology as possible is by us speaking up and saying, hey, maybe that's not the, the best approach or do we think about this or, right? So that's the only way forward, I think, John. Yeah, I was, I was reflecting through what you just said and what we were hearing in the keynote. I was realizing what a phenomenal opportunity that, that I really hope Anita B capitalizes on. You have so many women who have a very different perspective in one place. If you gamified some, some training opportunities to really teach an AI what it's like to be a diverse ally, you could really create a very powerful training set. And, and this is where we get back to the data discussions, right? You have to engage. So this was the message during the keynote too. You have to engage, just like you said as well. You have to engage. You have to be part of that transaction and actually participate in the system in order to change the state. And I think it's so important to kind of focus on that. And I hope that they capitalize on those things because AI is not going away, right? The data that we are looking at, the data that we're continuing to interface with isn't going away. So we need to find ways to continue to curate and build and find those paths forward. So thank you for sharing with us. Lisa, back to you. Yeah, so just a quick note about dev technology as a company. You know, a lot of women that I work with really push each other up and they advocate for each other. They push each other to be more than they think they are. And personally, I've actually have experienced that where there's an opportunity and immediately, I don't know, I don't have the experience. I don't have this and that, you know, and you're all in your head. And Emma was like, you can do it. I know you can do it and you go get it. You go get it. And so that's just the 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 way it is around dev technology and even with our fellow male co-workers as well and we all get along and it's a very professional and respectful company to work for and i'm just so proud to to work for dev technology so that about wraps it up thank you so much to our panelists and thank you john for inviting me on this devcast as your co-host this was really fun and also, don't forget, and we've mentioned it throughout this DevCast, that tech is hiring. We have some unbelievable positions available. And all you need to do is visit our website at devtechnology.com. And I hope you do join us and see what we have to offer. So thank you, everyone, and thanks for listening. 